Welcome to the good, the bad, and the horrible. A weekly podcast where OG millennials have honest and candid conversations about dating, sex, yes, butt stuff, relationships, entanglements, and everything in between. Starring your host, Scarlett Prynne. Pull those anal beads out slowly. This is not a lawnmower. You don't want to hit a snag. (laughs) And featuring guests, Hazel Goddess. If you're not at least nine inches, you're not getting on this ride. (laughs) And first time guest, Mr. B. Look out for number one and make sure that you don't step in number two. (laughs) And Jimmy Sears. A good time. It's two in the pink and one in the stink. Jimmy and I had a very interesting discussion the other day about what is the definition of simping. What was interesting is that him and I had very different definitions of simping. And then whenever we started this recording session, we realized that everyone in this room has a different definition of what simp means. So I think we should dive into this a little bit. What is a simp? Sissy. Okay, so my definition, I'll start us off. My definition of a simp is a guy that sacrifices his own morals, needs, or wants for the sake of a woman's well-being. That's my definition. Okay. Yeah, so you have a completely different Okay, definition. so get it. Yeah, that. so I think what a simp is is somebody who's going to like put off his boys to go like try to hang out with a girl to try to fuck right and like is never going to get there and everybody knows he's not going to get there he's going to just drop whatever he's doing to to try to get with this girl to like specifically to fuck right so to you it has to be something done with the intention or the motivation to fuck someone it doesn't have to be to fuck, but like to be in that relationship, right? So like to to get into the relationship. Mm-hmm. And usually these are the guys, the kind of guys that are like, oh, no, you have to believe me. Like I'm a nice guy. Okay, but so, like, but their intentions are never like they're not doing it to be nice. They're doing it because they want. So I guess that's the first thing is, is, are you only a simp in the context of a romantic or sexual relationship? Because I see a lot of guys that simp for their moms. That's gross. For real, like right. do things for their mom and not sexual, not romantic. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about sacrificing their own morals, needs and wants for the sake of her. Right. P- guys do this for their moms all the time. So uh, can you be a simp for your mom or does it have to be a romantic sexual yeah, so, context? So I think I think it's I think it's in uh, like chasing down that romantic sexual con, like like chasing that down. You're not trying to like. OK, so Hazel. Mr. B, where do you guys fall on this? Does it have to be romantic? Does it have to be? Well, okay. First of all, Hazel had never even heard the term simp yeah, before I, today. I felt like it was some something them new kids come up with. <laughs> so I this, is, this is lit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I don't know. No cap. <laughs> Fuck. I don't. <laughs> I don't so keep up really, with the kids these days. So you days. had no preconceived notion going into this conversation because like, you didn't even know what it was, right? I, like I've seen it on social media and. Um, I just kind of assumed that they were talking about a beta male. So um, I mean, it can it can be like one and the same. Like like typically, like that's that's beta behavior, but but it's it's a specific act, right? So I sent this to Scarlett's the Urban Definition Urban Dictionary definition, okay. um, which I was chastised for using, by the way. 
Um, someone, I, some, I did not chastise you for using that. I just said we need to have a discussion about what we consider a credible source. That's all I said. Right. And I, I said, never said I didn't consider it a credible source. And I said Webster's probably isn't weighing in on this one. <laughs> probably um, not. Yeah, so it's, so, it's someone who puts okay. hoes before bros. Simps will do anything or say anything to please someone, particularly a girl, in hopes that they will gain favor with that person. So that's okay. the first definition. Okay, so Mr. B, where do you come in on this? Where do you cuz you did hear the word before today. So you had some context. I would suggest that both definitions are correct and that type of person has that type of behavior. Now, how can both of our definitions be correct? Well, because because Mine I would say Mine is way more broad than his. I would say I would say A, it is someone that it's not about them. They sacrifice their own uh interest or what have you to okay. to gain to gain a favor with the woman and that that type of guy probably did the same with his mother when he was younger right me being the psychology major and okay. you know okay. it, it, there's this you know there's there's a concept called congruency that type of that type mm. of behavior you don't shut on and shut off that's how you I are agree. Yes. i agree producer where do you come in on this discussion i think i line up more with you that it's it's uh someone that's doing way too much for someone's favor, but they, they don't return that. I found a really good, this is also on Urban, Urban Dictionary. There's about 80 different simp definitions, but oh, wow. I thought really? this one was really good. So even Urban Dictionary can't come up with a yeah, conclusion every, on everyone's, this? Everyone's got different Okay, so stuff. go ahead. What, which one resonated with you? It says, a simpleton putting his all into simpleton. being a hopeless romantic. He acts like a chivalrous white knight. He protects and likely gives extreme donations to his woman. He thinks he's in a relationship with her, but he is submissive and being played. He cannot give opposing opinions that crush her values and is always an attentive yes man. The nice guy who would do anything for her happiness. It's a real simple thing to say. It really that's, a, is. that's a long, very specific <laughs> well, definition. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so I, I think you can be the white knight and not sacrifice your own values, needs, and desires. Yeah, of course. Like you can do things for people and not sacrifice yourself. Yes. So I hesitate to say, at least in, from my standpoint, I hesitate to say that it encompasses doing this or doing that because it's it's not so much about the specific act. It's more about did you compromise yourself? You know what it is? It's the simp acts from a point of being outcome dependent. I want to do this to gain favor. I want to do this to sleep with her. I want to do this to this, where the white knight just does to do out of mm. principle and out of integrity and out of, uh, mm. you so know, he, intent. So it aligns with his core values mm-hmm. versus compromising his core he's values. He's not outcome dependent. Yeah. Right? Okay. He's right. not, he's, he does it because it's the right thing to do. He doesn't do this because he wants to get in her pants. Right. That's the difference. Yeah. Well, well I guess sense. that's not outcome a, dependent. a beta male then. Yeah, so so beta male is just an unremarkable, uh, careful man who avoids risk and confrontation. Beta males lack the physical presence, charisma, confidence of the alpha male. So one thing I definitely have learned through all this is I need to be careful about using this term because no two people have had the same definition of it. And when yeah. Jimmy and I were first having this conversation, it was in the context of him talking about his, his marriage. You're divorced now, right? <clears throat> yep. Um, and, you know... You can speak to this, Jimmy, but I'm pretty uh, cut through the bullshit and like I don't beat around the bush. So no. I, I, 
So she, when you're, she called me a simp within no yes, only 15 minutes. No, yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, love fucking God. Scarlet. Wow. <laughs> How did you take okay. that? So what? let's just let's digress a little bit before I come back to this story. You meet me after hearing what fifteen episodes or so of our podcast. Absolutely, and and it puts me in unfair advantage too. I feel like I know you guys better than like, well, obviously better than you know me, right? Right. Yeah. But speak to meeting me, seeing me for the first time, and then talking to me outside of the framework that you heard me in the podcast. Yes. What was it like? So meeting you for the first time, I, I didn't know that you were talking to somebody before you met me. Okay. And mm. and so I showed up early because mm-hmm. because I fucking show up early. And uh, and so I get there and she's like, well, hey, I'm in the middle of a meeting. Feel free to come in and talk to us. And I got invited in. And so um, and so she's, uh, first off, complete swagger. Um, she's unfazed by like having more than one person there. Like it was a monkey wrench in the thing, completely unfazed, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, completely in control of like everything that's going on. Right. Um, definitely made other dude, uh, uncomfortable. Do you think so? Absolutely. <laughs> really? Absolutely. That's interesting that you, you think so. What, what was it that gave that vibe to you? Um, he started, uh, I felt like maybe he was talking about some accolades, so he was kind of beating um, his chest when you came on the scene? Yeah. Is that I, how you felt? That's, that's kind of how I felt. Like, I don't know if he was like that before I got there. And so it's hard for me to to tell if that I was like a... Obviously didn't pick up on it that much. So after that, I mean, we were talking for maybe 10 minutes before she called me a simp. Um, <laughs> wow. And, and, in, and in the context of her calling me a simp, I'm like, that's not what that means. And we were talking oh. about, we were talking about like my, my ex-wife is an extremely overbearing person and we got to a point to where I would just get beat down over, over just dumb shit, not core value stuff, like just dumb things. But the fact that you took it was compromising yourself. The, the fact that I would just do whatever it took so she wasn't beating me down anymore. You were compromising sh- yourself. Sure, I guess. So by my definition of simp, obviously we came down to we have d- very different definitions right. of what simp means. But by my definition me calling you a simp, does it make more sense and does it resonate with my definition? I mean, maybe. I think Mr. B put the nail on the head, right? When he was talking about it's it's outcome dependent, right? And and I guess you could but say... But your outcome was don't get yelled at. Right, but what he's talking... That's talk, not a value. But, but what he's... Well, it's not... It's not a value, but it's certainly not something that like whether or not I'm taking the trash out or if she's taking the trash out isn't a value either. The trash mm. needs to go out. Mm-hmm. I understand, right. but the, the fact that the way she treated you and you basically took it or just did something to avoid it, is that not compromising yourself? It's better to be smart than right. I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. It's What we're talking about is minuscule things They're not that aren't value-based, right? So, so The value is in the fact that you showed her how to treat you you let that be the precedence. That's where the value comes in. Not the trash. It's the treatment. Got you. So he accepted the treatment. Got you. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I see what you're saying. Um, I, yes. And you're very, and, and you're very broad and obscure definition of simp. <laughs> then, okay. then yes, I'm, okay. I'm absolutely a simp. Okay. For, for my so let's say somebody was to treat you that way today with the context you have now. How would you do it differently? Well, absolutely not. And I think we we talked about this some. So I, I've been in a couple of like, you know, a couple of month long relationships. Nothing, nothing crazy. Um, I'm I'm solo poly, by the way. 
Um, mm-hmm. Explain so, what that is for the uh, vanilla people out. Yeah, there. so so polyamory is where you can you know be in relationships with multiple people. Um, I'm non-monogamous. So, non, yeah, ethical non-monogamy. Um, I am solo poly, which means I date by myself. So there's no um, oh, okay. there's no crossing of relationships. So if I'm in a relationship with somebody with with person A. Um, person B doesn't get involved in that relationship. So no throuples. There's no, no. there's no throuples. There's no um, kitchen tables. Another term that people mm-hmm. use. So it's where it's where everybody in the relationship is in the together. relationship yeah. together. Okay. It's nothing like that. It's, okay. it's a completely. It's it's what you would traditionally call like just dating other people. Except I can have yeah long term commitments and still date other. So people. So that's what mm-hmm. I am too. I've just <clears throat> never I've never actually heard it called that. So that's yep. interesting. Okay. I just yep. say non-monogamous, but yours is more specific, I guess. Right, exactly. And, and when you get into the, some of the poly world, that's, that's you know, more I think the, we had that discussion a while back that there's different kinds of poly. Oh, yeah. There's many. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch. There yeah. is. And there's so many ways to slice that pie. Yeah. But in, anyway, so so I had, a, I had a girl who broke up with me because, uh, and I quote, I'm just too good for her. Um, doesn't make any sense to me. And she, a couple of weeks later, she's like, hey, you know, let's. Let's talk about it. I screwed up kind she of thing. She had a negative self-narrative. That's what was going on there. Probably, yeah. And she wanted you to tell her, no, no, you're perfect for me. Or she wanted some kind of reassurance. Right. That's so, what was going on there. Or or she just wanted a bad guy. Could, it could be. But the, she came back two weeks later. She came back two weeks later and she's like, hey, I fucked up. Like, like let me, like, let's talk about this. Can we? And my response was absolutely not. Um, I've learned a, I've learned a really important lesson uh, through my divorce and through I was married for eleven years and then we dated for two so we were together for thirteen years um, a super important lesson that once somebody shows you who they are believe them yes yeah. absolutely and uh, and I I didn't and so now I do and uh, it's something that I will not compromise over and so if somebody doesn't want to be with me then I we're done yeah. I I don't. I'm not going to let you try and convince me later. There's no. So there you go. There's the value. Sure. That you have chosen not to compromise on that value. So let's just say someone was to come on the scene and you were like, well, all right, let's try it. Then you've compromised the value. Right. You're talking about getting back together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you were to somehow be convinced to get back into the relationship, even though your value is I'm never going to do that again. Sure. That, to me, is the definition of a simp. That's what I mean when I talk about compromising your values. Well, I just still think it's outcome dependent. I think, I think, I think simping is, is specifically to, I mean, can, can a husband be a simp for his wife? I mean, I, I, I guess, but it's not. Yes, absolutely. Oh, but what if that is the okay, so definition? Yeah. Okay, so what is the definition of a guy that is married and to me is absolutely a simp? I see it all the time. What do you call that? What's your what is your name for it? So does it have a negative connotation when you call it that? Okay, you know my definition. Right. Compromising so, your own values, needs, and wants but what if for that her is, well-being. What if that is his values? To compromise himself? I mean just to I make don't think that's to make any... compromises and sacrifices for for a spouse to try to make a happier relationship. There's a difference between making compromises and compromising yourself. Sure. Again, you can be the white knight in shining armor. You can do chivalrous things. You can be a giver. You can do sexual favors, all of that, and not compromise yourself. Right. So those are two different things. 
So, but you see all the time in certainly in marriages, but all kinds of relationships, you see guys compromising themselves. And it's not just guys. There's obviously women doing this too. Mm-hmm. But we're specifically talking about simps, which I think is specific to men. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, it's it's the hose before bros mentality for sure. So what do you call it if it's a married guy? Because you're saying it can't be a married guy by your definition. I mean, I didn't say it couldn't be a married guy. By I'm your definition. It's, it's 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 harder. Okay, so let's go to your marriage specifically. Here right. you are getting yelled at for whatever, the trash or whatever, right. and trying to avoid that situation. What What is your label for what was going on there? I was her bitch. Um <laughs> 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 no, it was it was a it was a frustrating it was a frustrating situation because the the further and further you go through the relationship and the further and further we got into it, um, the more and more I didn't recognize myself and by by the end, um, the probably the part that hurt the most was at the end realizing that I should have left a long time ago. Yeah, and like she was the one that left, but I should have left a long time ago, and and I threatened to, and I never I I I didn't. Um, so I get where Scarlett would say that simp behavior. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But also I feel like in a relationship you try and do what you think is right. And I'm sure at the time, like, yeah, you were frustrated, but you were you thinking that those that it was it was right at the time just to take out the fucking trash because she was bitching at you? Okay, so big brain now, like we're we're looking back at it. So some of the sacrifices that I made, right? Um I, uh, I I said I was in the military, right? I used to load bombs and missiles on planes. Super weird job, a lot of fun. Um, and I was really good at it. I really enjoyed doing it. Um, her dad had brain cancer. And so a month or two after we got married, um, her dad was diagnosed with brain cancer. Terminal, we know he's going to die. I said, go ahead and fly up there. Um, I'll figure something out with the Air Force. And I put him for, um, it's called a humanitarian reassignment. They moved me from where I was at up to Washington, D.C. Unfortunately, they don't have bombs and missiles to load there, so I got put in a logistics office. Um, so I, I changed my career so she can spend the last couple of years with her dad. Um, where where that looks like something from the outside looking in, like, oh, that's that's a sacrifice that you made for your family so you guys can stay together and she can she can be with her, with her father. Um, it was never something that was appreciated and it was never something. And, and that's when it became problematic. I, I realized that it didn't line up with my morals, but I didn't realize that till after the decision was made. Mm-hmm. So knowing what you know now and where your standpoint at this moment, looking back on that, what would you have done differently? Oh, I would have said absolutely go be with your dad. And you would have stayed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really liked what I did. I really, really liked what I did. And, and I had, you know, I had respect within the community and, um, I was really fucking good at it. And it was frustrating because I went from a job where it's okay to tell your boss to fuck off. Um, and it was a very like rough neck, like, you know, knuckle dragging. Like it was, it was a fun community to be in and it was cool to talk shit. Like everybody, it was, you know, very blue collar. And I went from that to working at the Pentagon and, Wow, and that switch was really, really, really hard on me. Um, and I learned a lot, right? I got Six Sigma certified. I'm a logistics guy now. Like I learned a lot, um, and I'm not. I'm not sad that I learned a lot. However, I would have been much happier in my old career field. I would have. I would have um, promoted faster. I would have. I probably still be in. Honestly, when I when I got out, it was because I hated what I was doing. Mm. 
So you compromised your own needs and desires. For sure. For her. Absolutely. But I also think that that from what it sounds like, he thought that was the best decision for his wife, for his family. So, but he compromised himself yeah. at the end of the day. We Hindsight. look at it like yeah. it's an admirable thing, but I would argue it's not. And we kind of got into this discussion a while back in a previous recording when I was talking about the uncircumcised guy and how women, we love the men are, that are not knocked off their course. Yeah. Right? Her appreciation of you, Jimmy, honestly is irrelevant. Whether she was appreciative of it or not, you compromised yourself. Yeah. Even if she had been appreciative of it, you compromised yourself. At the end of the day, we want men that are not going to be knocked off their course. We know how far we can push a guy. We know how far we can manipulate a guy. Yeah. We know if we are running the ship. We know if we're at the helm. And honestly, most of us women are well aware of the fact that we can be batshit crazy. Yeah, I agree with her. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely right. So that is scary as fuck to think if I turn this wheel and send this ship down a cliff, he's going to go down with me. Right. He's not going to. That is yeah. scary as fuck. Yeah. At the end of the day, we are most motivated by security. So even though... On the surface, it appears like you are the nice guy. And this is where that term, nice guys yeah, finish, finish last, last, comes in. Mm -hmm. yeah. She didn't respect you. because you, She didn't you, appreciate yeah. that you did what you did. At the end of the day, even though that seemingly seemed like the sacrificial good guy thing to do, she lost respect for you. Absolutely. And so at the end of the day, you're right. She didn't appreciate it because she's scared as fuck knowing, wait, I'm driving this ship. Yeah. That's what happened there. Yes, nice guys do finish last because at the end of the day, when you lose your woman's respect, it's, it's over. It's a, it is. It Even is though over. the relationship remains, she's pretty much, look. she's always going to look at you different. Yeah, and that's why the tone starts changing, right? That's yeah. why she starts yelling at you about the trash, right? It, because that, no it's respect. not about the trash exactly. at all. Right. Is she ultimately it's anxiety whether she realizes it or not and most women don't realize this by the way what i'm articulating right now probably yes. a lot of women would argue with me but it's still yeah. true it's nonetheless. in their dna yes. it's in their dna exactly it's a great point it took me 13 years to figure it out um you know a, a divorce and a, a kid but you know what um there's good things that came out of it too yeah. so I, I always try to like look at the positive thing i've i've got full custody of my daughter which is awesome um, cause I've got an amazing little kid. She's awesome. Aww. Um, but what's, what's weird now is dating. I'm 38, right? So it's dating or 45 as you thought. Um, okay. He asked me how old he was. I think I automatically, you have a beard, right? And right. I think I automatically just assume people are older when they 38. have 38. Yeah. How old would you have said he was? Don't ask me that. Well, you can, what? you're not going to offend me. Go ahead. Say I, it. Say I, it. I would have, I would have said in your 40s. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what you said. I said 45. Yeah. What would you have said, Mr. B? 41. Yeah, 27. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so, it is the beard. I think it's the beard. I'm telling you, shave the beard. No. Whoa, hold on. Negative. Ain't nobody said Negative. anything about the beard. Negative. Don't, Negative. don't listen to her. She doesn't like... <sighs> listen, no. so... I like the clean cut, guys. No. Yeah, here's here's my core value. Facial hair for... I was in the military for, for 11 years. I had to shave every fucking day Ooh. for 11 years. 
I'm never shaving this again. I shaved it. I shaved it once because I thought I had like a, I thought I had a cyst, like an ingrown hair or whatever. And so I, I shaved. I didn't, by the way. It sucked. Um, but I came downstairs and I had a towel in front of my face, and my daughter was like five or six. I move in. She's like, no, no. That was all she said. She's like, no, daddy, no. Put it back. I'm like, it's how it, I can't funny. put it back. And she's like, how how long how long do I have to? Wow. Look at like this? And I'm like, god damn, like. <laughs> Kids are brutal, man. Yeah, they are. Kids, kids are brutal. Yeah, they are. Kids, are, kids are brutal. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you a funny story about about my daughter. So I was, we were doing potty training, right? And um, and we got to a point where she's got to use the restroom, right? So we we go there, and it was super easy with her. She's like, "Hey, I'm going pee," and I'm like, "Okay, let's go." Get her in the bathroom. I'm like, all right. So what do we um, what do we call it? Fuck. And like it was just me, my my ex was at, at training, and so I'm like, you know what? It's a vagina. We're calling it a vagina. That's what we're calling it, right? Yeah. Wipe your vagina. And she's like, oh, daddy, that's my butt. <laughs> and I was like, no, sweet pea, this is your butt. And I pat her on the butt, and she was like, no, daddy. And she jumps off the 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 toilet and she slaps. And she goes, this is my butt. <gasps> and I was like, please don't hit it. That's not your butt. This is your butt, right? And she goes, no, daddy, this is my butt. Just slapping her little pussy. And I'm like, please stop. I'm not, I'm not mentally like ready for this. Right. And, uh, and I was like, I don't, don't hit it. Right. First off, uh-huh. it's not your butt. It's called it. your vagina. Let's let's, and I don't want to hear another word yeah. about it. And she's like, okay, pulls up her panties, runs off and goes to place. I don't think another thing about it. I get a call a week later. Cause she's at, she's at Mimi's house. She's at her grandma's house. And, uh, my mom's like, what the fuck are you teaching this kid? <laughs> And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. She goes, she walked out on me in the bathroom and she goes, oh, Mimi, you have an ugly vagina. <laughs> and I said, fuck, I don't know. I guess kid's smart. She spits hot fire. Like, what do you get that? Get that fixed. They've got surgeries. Like, I don't know. Mom, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, <laughs> Speaking of simping for moms, my mom has an ugly vagina. Just, just in case anybody, anybody out there is looking for Wow, that was great. So now how does it look? Like what was there a, a catalyst for you where it was like, okay, I'm gonna stop doing this, or was it a progression over time, just growth in general? It was almost immediate. Um and, and it was honestly my introduction to Polly. So here's here's what got me into Polly. The day that she asked for a divorce, I called a therapist. The day she asked for one. Okay. And and I got into therapy and I realized that I was wearing I've got two best friends. I was wearing them fucking thin and it got to a point where they wouldn't always answer when I would call. And I realized it's because every time that I call, it's just misery mm-hmm. and it's just in that it weighs so heavy on somebody yeah. that if all I called you to talk about was how miserable my fucking life is. We have some right? of those friends. Yeah. And, and we know all about that. And, and you certainly have like a couple of people, but if, if you use that same person for that same thing over and over again, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And, and this is, this is kind of what, Changed my mindset on Polly. I pay somebody to listen to me. This bitch has to listen to me. Yeah. She doesn't have a choice. Yeah. Sit down and buckle up because we're because we're getting in it today, right? And and that's and I got a lot to unload, right? Exactly. And and that's her and that's her job, right? Yeah. But both my best friends certainly they want to hear about the things that are going on in your life. They want to hear about the good, the bad, the ugly, or the horrible. Um, yeah. They want to hear about those things. But what they what they don't need is for you to unload every, every time. fucking time, yeah. Yeah. right? And, it's exhausting. And so when when you look at poly relationships, I need I need a certain amount of kink in my life. I know I need that, yeah. right? I When you're talking about physical stuff, I also need to feel wanted. 
mm-hmm. right? But that might not be from the same person. Yeah. Right. And so and so when you're when you're looking at those kinds of things, it's it's like but it's it's kind of funny because therapy is what what made me what made that kind of click is that like, oh wow. Like I don't Did and your so, therapist actually suggest to you that you needed multiple people? Absolutely not. My my so when I first got into therapy, I shopped around. I I, I did probably Six months of therapy with with like a different therapist. This almost is what I love about every you, couple Jimmy. Of- like he, this first of all, yeah. he came to his meeting with his notebook of notes, fully prepared. It's literally just dick pics, guys. I didn't. I like, just drew really? penis. No. Is it really? <laughs> no. <laughs> but they're drawn with no. pencil, right? No, but Absolutely, we, we yeah. came into this meeting. It's so veiny. Yeah, the purpose of the meeting was to see if he would be a good fit to come on this podcast. Right. Yeah. So I was so impressed by the fact, A, you showed up early, just that alone. So you showed up early, you came with notebook, you had already listened to most of the episodes, some of them twice. You yeah. Had- so after I listened back to through 15, I started again at 22 and listened forward. So I was talking to, to Scarlett. I said, well, you know, maybe some structure. And then I went back and listened. I'm like, no, the structure's good. It's it's the chemistry that holds it together. And, and, mm. and so um, I, I did get to a point to where like a couple of episodes, I'm like, I just listened to a 45 minute episode and I have no idea what they talked about. <laughs> and, and we were talking about them. Like, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You know, it could be a great thing Yeah, because it was effortless. Right. Yeah. And so I just, I just listened to it. And, um, well, and you were in on the pre-show <coughs> meeting here today. I right. mean, we spent what, maybe five minutes talking about what we're going to talk about. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we try to do it. There's no script here. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with what came up this last week, right? What? Yeah. Who got laid? Was it a good story? <laughs> yeah. And sometimes it's juicy shit, like an orgy, right? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's sometimes a foursome. Sometimes it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know. <laughs> you never know, right? Whatever happened that week is usually what leads the topic. So yeah. it is it is very organic. It's unique. Right. So, but anyway, going back to our meeting, I was very impressed with how prepared you were. You had ideas lots of ideas about things that we could do he's already trying to find us sponsorships that's like is this not fantastic he is on his game so anyway it it just speaks to what i know about you so far the fact that you shopped therapists sounds exactly like something you would do oh absolutely yeah (laughs) and and like the first therapist is like no honey you you gotta you gotta go i'll give you a little backstory when my wife asked for the divorce um, it was six days before we were moving for California. Um, wow. And uh, wow. and she's like, well, you can come to California. We can go to therapy and try and figure it out or not. Wow. Now, I, or not. Right. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'm going. Like, my shit's packed already. Like, like our lease is running out. Like, I mean, what? Wow. And so I moved to California and the first therapist that I talked to was like, oh, I mean, you got to fight for what you believe in. Right. In other words, what fight for the marriage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, you got to yeah. go to California. You got to take that risk. You got to do, you know. And then, the, and then the next therapist that I talked to was like, "Oh, buddy, you got played." I'm yeah. like, "You're right." He's like, "But you got to. I mean, you know, you got to take the risk." Yeah, and so it was always, it was always, the, and and finally, I needed, I needed somebody to say, "Hey, dummy, listen up." <laughs> like this is, and and I'm, I'm, I'm a relatively, I'm not a great communicator, but I'm a relatively good communicator, and I need direct communication yeah and i need somebody to say hey dummy fucking listen Wake right fuck and up. exactly and and it took it took like maybe my sixth or seventh therapist to 
to finally I'm like, okay, this is this is a good this is a good re- and she's she is no nonsense and she's very like um I mean she calls me out on my shit. Being self aware is, is a hard thing to do. Yeah. Right. Being able to look at yourself and saying, I fucked up. So it's it's great to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, Hey, I did these great things today and it's awesome. But but to look at yourself and be like, Hey, I fucked up today and I can do it better and and have that, you know, that Yeah. That self-awareness is uh, is something that I, I for sure missed for a long time. That is something I immediately picked up on with you is that you have self-awareness, which I really admire. Aww. I mean, I mean, you commented about the the fact that I called you a simp within 15 minutes. I would not have done that with somebody that I perceived to be weak. Right. Sure. Like I can pick up on somebody's resiliency in hearing hard truths, what I consider yeah. to be truths anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So take it as a compliment the way i approached you because a lot of people i wouldn't have even bothered to go there yeah. Yeah. well and sometimes you get into the fight or flight right so you you tell somebody like hey you're a simp and the immediate reaction is no i'm not i will concede that you're probably right given based on, my definition based on your definition okay right. touche but i think that's what it come to, came down to ultimately i'll, is that I'll we, repeat i will concede that you were right based on your definition you, okay but i get it yeah. i don't want to say probably but There's that's not. that's what ultimately it came down to is you and I saw the definition of the word very differently. Right. Mm. Because by your definition, I agree, it doesn't fit at all. Right. So I think we're on the same page. Although I was doing all those things and not getting laid. So it kind of, it kind of, you know, <laughs> it's, it's wow. a little bit, yeah, it's a little bit. You were taking out yeah. the trash and still not getting laid. Yeah, okay. yeah, you can't. <laughs> let's, let's talk about that. Though. That's good for at least a blow. I mean, job, you I talk about like. how sexless marriages are prevalent, right? Yeah. Sure. It, but this goes back to exactly what I was talking about before. When you lose your woman's respect, there is no what pissy going on there. Right. The guy that's not knocked off his course, that is wet pussy inducing. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. And the more, se- I feel like the more secure we are, and the better we're treated, the more we open up in the bedroom. Absolutely. Interesting. Now, the take, more we're take open the beard, to for example. Yeah. If you had been like, well, because she doesn't like the beard, I'm going to shave the beard. I would not have respected that. I respect the yeah. fact that you were like, hell no, I'm keeping yeah. my beard. No, I'll, I'll condition it. You can sit on it. Like, it'll be soft. But that's, <laughs> but that's, yeah. that's as far as I'm going. Like, I... So there's an example of <laughs> where you want the beard and you weren't willing to compromise yeah, on that not. just because a girl was like, I don't like that. Th- yeah. This is the type of thing I'm talking about. Uh, even though I don't like beards, I respect the fact that you didn't compromise on that. So at the end of the day, you'll get the date. Whereas the attorney who was apologetic about the sex videos. I told this story in a previous episode, right? He's apologizing about bringing up sex videos because I was like, no, I'm not doing a sex video with you, right? Yeah, that's very unattractive. Did he, did he say please? Like, I don't, how do, how do you bring that up? It wasn't the fact that he brought up the sex videos. It was just like, I'm not into that. I don't want to do that. Right. So, but the fact that he was so apologetic about bringing it, I'm so sorry, I should have never brought that up. I should have never said anything. And, yeah. And he kept, because I didn't immediately respond, he kept, texting me about it like trying to pull himself out of a ditch it was so unattractive and i yeah. told him never apologize because for he wasn't, being who yeah. you are own that shit you like aren't you aren't sorry right that you brought it up you're scared you're scared yeah. and it immediately clued me into the fact that you cared more about getting laid or not being rejected than you did yeah. about being authentic that's a great yeah. point. outcome dependent <clears throat> okay again. yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So no, this is right. why I say the guy that doesn't compromise, even though it's is very, it doesn't yeah. necessarily fit into my ideal physical situation, clean cut, is way hotter than the guy that's trying to be what he thinks I want him to be. Right. That's why nice guys finish last. Yeah. And that's why the white knight always comes and yeah, picks up the damsel in distress and throws it on the horse and goes away. The damsel doesn't come on the white horse, pick up the knight and throw him over there and go away. Yeah. Well, she also has a ball gag and, and cuffs on. So <laughs> That's later. So, that would be yeah. so does the horse. That would be Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty. I mean, the listeners know. <laughs> if the butt plug fits, wear it. No, anal play I could get down with. I don't think I'm into the ball gag, though. I've never tried it though, I think, so I guess I can't bash it. I think it has its place. Have you have you ever had those? Have you ever taken those pills that uh that induce saliva? No, you know what I'm talking about. No. It's like uh, dissolves in your mouth. But interesting. It, but it but induces Is a lot this of saliva. Supposed to give a better oh, okay. blowjob. Um, I mean that's that's what it's for, yeah. But, okay. Um, but that with ball gag the- play, if you're into um air restriction, uh-huh. is uh really fucking dangerous. Well, I, I, I can, can imagine. That. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. You seem to know a lot about this. Yeah, let's I've, talk about it. <laughs> I mean, it's there. Yeah, I was, I was, I was with a girl, and I, I really, really like sloppy blowjobs. Like really sloppy. I, I mean, I love I, it. I'm so glad you feel that way. But that's the way they should Why be. Why right? are you excited about this? I was saying how you need to look like a fucking rabid dog. Like, <laughs> like you, it should be foaming from your mouth and dripping on, and I. And I, I, I felt like I was the only one that was like. But you were talking to yeah. a group of women. You weren't talking to men. If you had been talking to men, I think they would have been treading with you completely. Well, true. But <laughs> the responses that I got from the females were like, no, we're not doing that. And I'm like, y'all weren't like spitting on it and like having it like you're not you're not doing this. Y'all's head is like lame, I'm guessing. Like yeah. it's boring head to me if it's not sloppy. Hey, I've but gotten compliments on my blowjobs. So you, you got an award. The, uh, exactly. All I'm saying is <laughs> most of the men <laughs> that I've spoken award. to like sloppy head. I agree. Not saying that some guys don't like clean head. I agree with you. That is, I, so, but it's by it's, far the more popular. It's it's good. It's good for lots of reasons. Um, let's talk. I'm going to get into yes. some nerdy shit. Do it. pH is really yeah. important for a woman's body. If it's your spit versus my spit, it's a lot better for you. Wait, explain. That. So what? if I'm so if I'm going if I'm going into your vagina, okay. After you've given me sloppy toppy, the pH of your vagina is important, right? The more slobber that I have on my like, so if I spit on my dick and to to lube it up before oh, so you see if, what I'm saying. So if a girl's saliva is on your dick when you go inside, is this what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. So the pH okay. the the pH is better. Interesting. For, okay. for you. Yeah. So, so it's, it's good for your health. It's it's great for your health. Bl- for you. Sloppy so, blowjobs. Yeah. I have for your health. I have nothing good to back for your that up. health. I have nothing to back that up. It's absolutely good for your health. <laughs> I'm going to use that. Please, yeah, hey, you know, good. just it's it's in your best interest. <laughs> yeah. What? It, right. Yeah. Really. This oh, is for this is for you. Extra extra sloppy. This is for you for your health. Yeah. Just hang your head hey, off the side of the it's bed. It's pH. It has to be right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> pH. pH. Um, yeah. No. I think. I think for me. For me, it's enthusiasm more than anything else. Right. Absolutely. Um, and an enthusiastic blowjob is a good blowjob. Um, 
I was, I had a, um, I had a, I had a one night stand that I didn't know was going to be a one night stand. Um, maybe two weeks ago. Um, this was, uh, I, I met her in a, in a Facebook group and we went out and we had, we had a couple of drinks and there was, I'm, I'm very sapiosexual. And so I'm right there with you, but we hit it off really well. Um, and there was, uh, there was some, you know, some touching in the bar. There was a lot of fun, um, some teasing the bar. And once we got to the car, we made out a little, and then she followed me back to my place. Um, when that happened, she was like, Hey, so if this doesn't go any further tonight, completely cool with me. I'm good with that. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's fine. I don't see why it wouldn't, we're having a good time. Like, why wouldn't you want to have good sex more, more than once? Yeah. Right. Um, and so, uh, we get to we get to my place and um, we actually got to my best friend's parents' place. I was house sitting, um, and so nice. yeah. <laughs> better. So, let's oh. hope they had no yeah. uh, nanny cams. Yeah. Oh, they they did, and they didn't tell me until they got home. Oh no! But anyway, so um, they're like, "Yeah, we we can send our dog a treat with this with this cam," and I'm like, "That's awesome! Oh, neat." <laughs> there might be some treats on the right well, on the history there if you check too. Good, good story. So, um, so anyway, so we you know we we go back and in, into the room we're fooling around or whatever, and um and I already knew this was she was super weird about me going down on her. A lot of women are. I do it for me. I'm. I hope you're okay with it, but I do it because I really enjoy it. Um, and she was like, "Well, no, stop, no, stop." I. She's a smoker. It tasted like I was. Ugh. Yeah, smokers a, have a, notoriously yeah, bad tasting. Color. Yeah, it was. Uh, it it was like I was licking a pack of Marbles. Are so you gross. serious? Oh yeah, it, it definitely nasty. comes out in the cum. It was. It was I've so only gross. been with one smoker, and I swallowed, and it was god awful. Mm. Wait, it was awful. It was absolutely. awful. Did you even get to Probably the part where you made her release, <laughs> or it just just going down at the very beginning tasted like an ash? Uh, no, just going down at the very beginning. So so I didn't I didn't go wow. down on her. I mean, I say that I probably went down on her for five or 10 minutes, like nothing, nothing crazy. But, um, but anyway, so, so we, we started fucking, we're, you know, we switched up, we changed positions and, and we got to a point to where, um, it takes a lot for me to come. Like I'm not a, a very quick guy. And, uh, and she was like, Hey, come for me. And I'm like, chill. Like you're not doing anything. <laughs> like I, and this so is another just, thing. So she just wanted it to be over with. I, I don't know. Um, but I was like, I was like, chill. And she's like, what's wrong? You, you, you don't you don't like me? Are we, oh no! Are we done? And well, like we're in, the, we're in the middle. We're in it? the middle of it. And she's like she's like I can I can leave and like cover herself up. And I'm like this is weird. Oh wow! Right? And I'm like I was like do you want to make me come? And she's like yeah. I'm like then fucking do it. And she's like oh okay. And like <laughs> and like wow. we, and like we eh, well we we finished and then we were like laying in bed with each other and then she goes oh I get it and then gets up and leaves and I'm like all right. We texted a couple of times the next couple of days, but it was not nothing serious. And then she sends me a message and she was like, Hey, so I just don't want to feel like a fool. Like, are, are we going to, or is this, was this a one-time thing? Are we, I was like, look, I'll be honest. There was a lot of really weird things that happened there. And, I, and I'm just not willing to give it another chance. I love how yeah. straightforward you were with that. Can I just say, I respect <laughs> that. Like I give you so much respect for that. A straight answer like yeah. that. That's honest. So, it, and despite that. her telling me four or five times that like, hey, if this never goes, she blocks me, makes a message about me, then <sighs> then then blocks me on like on Facebook or like we weren't friends or whatever. But she she like blocked my account on Facebook. She blocked me on on like, and I'm like, I don't understand why. 
She had low EQ. I was gonna and say, low self esteem. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a self esteem thing. Yeah, she definitely had low self esteem for sure. But don't don't tell me that like oh yeah no no it's it's completely fine if like this is it and like there's nothing wrong with the one night stand if if you're if you're safe and everybody's consenting and that's what that's what you guys want to do I'm not lying to you to keep you engaged with me yeah. so I can fuck you only to to ghost or whatever like so long as that's the intention going in there's nothing wrong with that she could have been embarrassed and, also. I didn't tell her her pussy stank. <laughs> <laughs> like no, I but I'm sure there's several she, clues there. <laughs> yeah, the awkward, those awkward <laughs> moments, and she wasn't sure what to do. Like she was very unsure of herself. Well, the first clue is the fact that she didn't want you to go down on her. That That's that speaks to a, yeah. yes, insecurity. Exactly. I mean, it could also be some shame issues, but more than likely, it's insecurity. Right. It's self consciousness. So that's the first clue. But then the fact that you can see she's filtering everything through how it is something negative about her that's causing whatever situation. Right, and right. In, the, in that case where you weren't coming yet, she's translating that to mean I must be undesirable. Yes. Right. Yep. Yes. And instead of enjoying the moment and being fully present. And someone right. with that mindset can't, literally cannot handle the truth. Right. Well, and, and, and I'll be honest, she didn't come either. I didn't put a whole lot of effort into it because I knew... Like the further we got into the, like the situation that she just wasn't there. And mm. I'm like, yeah, there's let's, no let's, point. Let's, yeah. let's get this over with. And and then when she was like, like, well, are you not going to come? I'm like, at this point, I don't care. Like if I do great, mm. if I don't, that's okay yeah. too. Like I, I know how to masturbate. I don't want to yeah. like, I don't want to brag guys, but I'm getting pretty good at it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I probably give the best hand job in this room. Like, <laughs> no, no big. <laughs> Well, it's a situation where you would, I'm guessing, probably honestly rather do that than continue with what was right. going on there. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I, I, I call myself good names afterwards, too. Good job, buddy. You did a good job. Thanks. That's awesome. You know, yeah, you got to give yourself, listen, hype yourself up. You're smoking, you're like, yeah. was it good for you? Yeah. Like this, this cigarette tastes a lot like pussy. Was That's it good weird. for you? Yeah. That's hilarious. Well, not but I will say, even though she didn't respond well to it, which is unfortunate because then what happens is guys when they are faced with that kind of reaction don't want to ever be honest again and that's unfortunate but i have so much respect for you doing that i that's, agree that's a great point too and and like there's a lot of man hate out there right and i, I try to call it out when i can but guys always lie I'm like it's not that we always lie i just i just hate dealing with the bullshit afterwards yeah. and and i think there's i think there's a lot to be said there that um and and this is why guys are afraid to be vulnerable with women right you you deal with I'm 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 vulnerable with you now. It's either used against me or mm, I have to yeah. comfort you because you feel bad mm. about making me feel bad. Right. And now I've got to be there for you when when right. I was the one that you know and, and, that makes sense. Yeah. And, it does make sense. And, yeah. and it goes for one night stands too. Just, but I also f I feel like if if you were with someone who is authentic and is self aware, you wouldn't have those same outcomes sure well and i probably wouldn't have are. had to i probably wouldn't have had to say hey this is a one-night stand either if you were self-aware right in that situation so i because, feel like the guys right. that are expressing those things are talking to women and they're expressing those things to women who aren't self-aware who who don't know so you're talking you're talking to the wrong people for sure and, and, and when you're, when you're to in, but people. to his credit he recognized that there was right. no second date yeah yeah so 
and how do you learn that other than going out and trying it? For sure. And when and when you deal with people who are who are, you know, LS or LS adjacent, I don't really consider myself LS. I'm like I'm like LS adjacent. Like I don't mm-hmm. I don't go what to sex clubs. What does that mean clubs. LS adjacent? Like I don't go to sex clubs. I don't I'm not I'm not like a swinger. I'm not um I don't I don't do a lot it's of not those a things. Lifestyle. Yeah, but but I'm lifestyle adjacent. I'm into kink. I'm into some of the BDSM stuff. Like I like I'm a I'm a soft dom. I I've I've been in those relationships before. Um, so is that what I am, Hazel? Yes. Okay. See, I was christened with her pussy juices, mm-hmm. and she still <laughs> would not let me into because she would not let me have the non-vanilla title because she thinks just because she had a foursome <laughs> that she's in LS. And I was like, swirl. It's not that's just not how yeah, it Yeah, no, works. I'm in now. No, it's no, you squirt, you squirted on me, and there were lots of. She's people like, in the room. am I in the club now? Am I am am I in the LS club? And I'm like. Mm, it's that's kind of like though. a it's it's you either just, that's a kink I, I how i explain to people there's vanilla kink and then ls which is also bdsm yeah it can be broad yeah right so she's not even into kink i would say she could be so well <laughs> from what i know of her she's willing to learn i'm willing to learn right i'm willing monogamous to doesn't to me fall into kink okay. it, and it's not yeah yeah so and, and that's why i say i'm ls adjacent right so, right so that's why taylor you're still pretty you're still vanilla just even though you're not monotonous yeah, we threw some chocolate syrup on it and that's why I said, yeah. okay, well, you had a foursome. Oh, wow. So we'll call it <laughs> Neapolitan. And this is what cracks wanna... me up, too, is the difference between your reaction to that and Lolita's reaction to that. Like, Lolita's, like, having a whole yeah. meltdown. She's like, you kid. did what? <laughs> and I'm like, it was just the four of us. It was, it was only So four on one days. side, yeah. I've got Lolita freaking out. Like, <laughs> And I'm like, that's I've a Tuesday. Like, that's something that's not... <laughs> Like, so, so I, I dated a girl who was LS and, uh, had a lot of fun, phenomenal in bed. What's your body count? Who keeps count? (laughs) Who keeps count? I'm grown. We're all grown. If you had to guess. I definitely, I I can't, I can't nail mine to the, the I don't, I couldn't even begin to tell you. She, she told me this. I was, I was mentally taken aback a little bit. Um, and body count doesn't matter to me. Like I'm, and we talked about this a little, I, I, I much rather, um, who wants to, who wants to fucking amateur, right? Right. Yeah. Like I want to, I want to get in bed with a pro. Like if, if I, I use the analogy of the, the Charles Barkley Allstate, like if, if I got to choose like who's on my team, it's not the newbie. It's, I'm going to choose the, right. the professional, yeah. right? Right. Um, she said 450 plus or minus like 30 or 40. Jesus. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. See, and that's, and it's a lot. And I so know. What, so is it? Wait. Put a pen in it, Jimmy. Okay. Let's 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 look at this reaction over here. Mr. B says, "I'd say that's a lot for an average yeah, person. That's yeah. a lot." But okay, so what are you looking at it judgmentally? No, I'm just saying that's okay. Just matter of factly. What's your what's your number? Probably like 150, 200. Okay, so that's still a lot. Yeah, yeah. No judgment at all. Just it's a high number. It just is like a high from just thinking, just. Physically, wait. How old was she? I I, I don't know. I th- I feel like that number it would be she's a lot to someone who's in their twenties. If you're almost forty years old, like you're out there getting it in. I guess if you have that 
Well, like it, the definitely lifestyle. If you're, yeah, it definitely if you're LS. Yes, yes, yes for yes. sure. Well, if yeah, she's if she's doing a game bang a month, but uh, uh, oh, well, she was. I mean, I'm well, just saying like yeah, that but, the average. Uh, okay, hypothetically, a hundred so, in like uh, no, should there were like twenty yeah, people. But if, quarterly. Sell, but if you come at it from a monogamous standpoint, which most people and are, that, yes. it's gonna they're only like a lot. in a relationship with one person at a time. Right. Somebody that's an LS, they could be doing multiple people every night of the week. Exactly. I mean, you could go to any. LS event and have sex with whoever you want. It's like the infamous buffet. <laughs> the crab legs and the yeah. teriyaki chicken. Yeah, you can have whatever just, you want. I, I said he just likes legs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As long as they're open. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> anyway, okay, go but, back. Sorry for the interruption. No, 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 go no. Ahead. You're good. You're good. So so she was she was four fifty. I I'm probably one twenty plus or minus five or ten. But I was married for 11 years yeah. and completely monogamous in that. Mm-hmm. And and then with her for two years before that. And I'll, I'll say, while I didn't physically go outside my marriage, I was definitely like texting people. And like, I, I was not um, traditionally faithful. Gotcha. Um, so you but, had emotional. Right. For sure. But I, I never, I never gained any bodies while I was married. Gotcha. So and, you stayed physically faithful, not emotionally faithful. And mentally. For, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So going back to the girl with the four hundred plus, yeah. So she she was telling me that it's it's hard to uh, to date guys who are not LS, and which it you know, is. like I said, I'm I'm LS adjacent. But she's like because they just don't they don't get it get it. And and she was the only reason why she was non monogamous was because her husband kept fucking around on her. He's into kind of some cuck stuff anyway, and so he's it, into some what cuck. Ooh, I love that. Um, yeah, well, he, didn't, like get to, he okay. didn't get to watch it, though. For those of us that are still in the vanilla, <laughs> no, but he, explain. Yeah, so a cuck, a cuck is somebody who likes to watch um, yeah. their partner. their partner get fucked by somebody else, but specifically the degrading piece of it. Like, there, there's difference between, like, a partner swap and, like, yeah, I, like, I wouldn't mind, like, having sex with somebody else like while my partner's having sex like that's a swap it's a different thing so a cuck is a, a lot of time there's chastity involved so like they'll tie their nuts up or tie their dick up or whatever yes. put in a cage um but there's <laughs> there's <laughs> he's just like uh-huh uh-huh all of that uh-huh. um, i love cooks yeah but but usually usually there's um and it's not always but like usually there's like a bull involved um i know with Hazel can you Rose. please explain bull because a, Hazel has a hard time articulating it. Yeah, so a a bull is a is a big dick man that's going to come fuck your wife. So or or girl has, or whatever. Okay, I was going to say does, specifically it have to be a wife, right? No, 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 no. But specifically, they're they're typically hung. Like that's that's typically the role of the bull. Is, is that it be, though? It's just a hung guy. Not it's 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 the dominance too. So it's he, it's like it's like your 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 kind of alpha's alpha, right? They're typically and, the hardcore. That's how I could explain it. Yeah, my name's they're Buck, ones, and I'm here to fuck. They're gonna come in there, and they're gonna ravish you, and then that's it. They're gone. Well, I prefer bulls. Yeah. Right. Whenever I'm not dating someone, right. you're, you're a full villain. By the way, we've talked about this. 
Emma. You're, you're a villain. villain. You're an absolute villain. What? I, there, was, <laughs> there was something. There was something on a podcast I listened to the other day. Somebody's like, "Do you see that dildo she's holding? It's huge. Look, it's twice the size of her hand." No, you're like, not. "That's average." And I'm like, "That's not average. We need to redefine what average means. That's not average. That was that's average for what Hazel and." invites right. inside her right exactly but it's not average for what men are that's packing that's exactly what i said like, on the podcast yeah it's not average for <laughs> she, what men are packing. It, it, she said it was huge and it was like Hazel. a six inch dick for most if it was twice the size of her hand it was not six inches ma'am most people it it was, was like huge. this from the top for most people it was, was it was like six inches if average is five inches and it was six inches that's not huge that's 20 percent more <laughs> That, but that, if I you. said no, 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 thank you, Jimmy. If, thank you. If I said but I'm going to give you twenty percent off your gas, are you good with that or not? But to me, <laughs> that that is not huge. I mean, again, average is five inches for that. For the it was a small man. dick by Hazel's. Standard. No, it was an average yeah. dick, which to me, again, yeah. the average dick is five inches, so it's an inch more, right? <laughs> right. 20% so, more. So to me, again, that's not huge. A right. huge I really like is a dramatic here, difference. Right. Like it was a marketing a, conference. It was a <laughs> it was a big dick compared to the average person. Right. Huge, I think is what she would say that I enjoy, which is bigger. 9 yeah. inches plus. At least right. 9 so inches. Almost twice as much, almost 100% more. If that's what you want to call it, I mean that's yeah. that's how I want to look at it. Yeah, I just want to I just want to make sure we're putting things into perspective. I, then call it. Thank you, thank you. But it was not a huge. She's boy. greedy. No, I just like what I like. There's there's nothing wrong with that. But there's but but the problem is is with with women who only enjoy bulls or only enjoy like really large is that there's not a huge pool of them because no. it's much larger than average. But there really is. I have absolutely no problem. Zero attracting men that are super hung, and and it's not even like Isn't I know wild? them. It's just r- wrong number. A guy contacted yeah, me. I heard about that. Yeah, and it's true. And he has a good nine inch dick. How, did I know? No. Same. Is guy. That, did you tell him? Did you tell him that's that's the small side of average? Or <laughs> no, I mean, he met my requirements. So. Yeah. All I know is I fucked a guy that had a nine and a half inch dick. And she liked it. And, and, no. Okay. It hurt. Well, she, it she hurt. Could, yeah. It hurt. Look at her face. It hurt. <laughs> was it was it a good hurt or a bad hurt? She it said was, it was a no, hurt. It was a hurt. Like, a hurt I will hurt. take this as long as I can because they keep telling me if you stretch those muscles, you yeah. will get used to this. For sure. But it hurt. It was fucking but, painful. Yeah, but that's your first time ever taking something that size. It's, like it's your second time. Well, okay, Mr. Hollywood, I think is seven. Oh, maybe yeah. eight. The way he, you he guys just had no, he he had girth. Just, well, right, he but you girthy. but you were talking about how good it looked in the picture. Girth. No, girth was. Okay, I said I said I said no. Girth was. He was really thick. Yeah, but do you do you make concessions size, for that? If if the dudes if the dudes just really wide and it's maybe seven, are you good with that? I mean, I would have to really think about it. You said yeah. you would you would do Mr. Hollywood. She'd yeah, I would think do about him. it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, He's six and a half around. But the, the thing is, is that even with that, I I would have a hard time because he's vanilla. So well, yeah. unless someone had like bull tendencies, sure. with that size would be different. <clears throat> Right. So, but my point is, is even though he is, I think seven or seven and a half somewhere in there, even he hurt in certain positions because he was thick, right? 
No, because of his length. Oh, yeah. Pushing, so, pushing her cervix back. So in, in missionary, back? we were fine. It, Mine's in my gut then. But I leaned I over the bed. One. Mine's in the gut then. <laughs> when I leaned over the bed and he was fucking me from behind, uh-huh. it hurt. Mm-hmm. And he was seven or seven and a half inches. So apparently that's the length to my cervix. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started asking Hazel, okay, how do you how do you get this to stop hurting? And she was the one that told me some techniques about it. But nine and a half inches, he says he wasn't even putting it all in, but it fucking hurt. Yeah. It was very painful. I, and does, there was no good position with does he like? Does he like, I don't know, does he like tattoo like a mark like on his dick? So we go, oh, no, you're only taking, you're only taking eight now. Or like, <laughs> like where we, like like we yeah, we, we feel like, like a, a ruler, like a filler up meter. <laughs> Got two more coming. <laughs> I don't know. I'll suggest that next time I see him. Buckle up, sugar. <laughs> I enjoyed myself. That Simple night. things in life. Yeah, I heard. That's awesome. I did. That's that's awesome. And that's 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 another thing in in Polly that is interesting. We're talking about cucks. So a a cut gets off on you getting fucked and and things like that from other people. As as a Polly dude, when I've got a partner who's also dating other people. I'm okay with it. And and I want her to have a good time. I don't necessarily need to hear about like the intimate details unless that's important to you to share with me. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to it. It doesn't bother me, but it's not something that like, I'm it's not you like, <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, I, I think it's me personally. If I am in a relationship with someone mm-hmm. and it's open like that, I enjoy telling my partner or showing him the video of me and my side guy so that he can, we can watch it together and and fuck to it together. Right. I think that's super attractive. For me, it's not the video. I definitely don't get into the video thing, but just having those conversations to talk about your experiences. For one thing, I get off on hearing about what he's done, Right. but also I think it plays into the openness thing because I'm really big on like the openness and just, like you can just be sharing that part safe. of your life. Yeah. 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 I think, I think the non-judgmental communication is definitely like a super turn on for me when it comes to the poly lifestyle is, yeah. is yeah. And, absolutely. There's really no jealousy. It's not how people, vanilla people assume it is. Right. And so whenever we went, um, to do our to visit, foursome. Yeah. So that I can was, get christened in your pussy juices. Mm-hmm. That too. Um, <laughs> Think Next time you decide it. to christen Scarlet with your juices, yeah. I'll bring I'll bring like a raincoat and we can you know, all come in and watch. <laughs> yeah. You'll definitely need with one. With her, you need one. <laughs> it was coming down the walls. It was soaking down <laughs> to the floor. There was no safe place in that room. Yeah. But this is the thing. I told them, I've said plenty of times that it's literally like a half a <clears throat> gallon a gallon. Is- and they're like, no way. No, I for real thought you had to be exaggerating. I'm like, there's no way this is real. Is no is that something that... I was on a fact check mission, by the way. Did you get what Hazel you Hazel didn't necessarily know this, but I wanted to know, did Devin really have a 98% effective squirting method? Mm-hmm. And did Hazel actually squirt as much as she said she did? So for me, this was a fact Finding yeah. mission. I, I can I can 100% <laughs> attest to uh, the the 98%. It's a it's a, it's a thing. Um, so we'll have to have you on again so that you can explain your methodology. Yeah. It's it's the identical, same. identical, Isn't identical. It? When he was and and I was like 
I was like, well, the way I'd have to explain is like with somebody else's hand and like to show them. But I mean, it's the same mm-hmm. palm technique. Absolutely. Well, I definitely can speak to the fact that it does work. It when he started doing the technique, it took him probably not even five seconds yeah. to make it happen. Yeah. Is that something that certain people have certain tendencies or abilities or things in the bedroom that, that they're, they feel like they're really good at or they feel like, is that something that, um, that helps get you off knowing that you can squirt like that? I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you an example. I'm. I'm a. Um. I'm a heavy comer. I. Uh, it's a lot. It's like a weird amount. Um. I think that's fun, and and that kind of triggers some things with like come play for me. Okay. Um. That's that's fun, but because I come so much, the after plays, what's fun. Um. And that's it. Kind of. It doesn't get me off because I just got off right, but it, but it's right. something that I really enjoy doing. Right. With squirting, is that the same thing for you? I mean, I definitely enjoy it. Right. Um, it's just something that... Are Are you having an orgasm every time you squirt? 90% of the time, yes. Okay. That was and something that... I, I was I was explaining one time, there's, a, there's squirt, which is a different orgasm, and then there's vaginal orgasm. Okay. And whenever those two are together, they're super, super sure. intense. For sure. Those are like the best. But... Just squirting, I mean, three pumps in, and I'm already releasing. Right. Um, That was something that I didn't realize until relatively recently. Um, I, I was with a girl, and I told her, I'm like, I can make you squirt. And she's like, there's no way. And I'm like, watch, every, Yeah, every watch. female can. And so, and so I, I, I showed her, and she was like, oh, wow, that's that's awesome. But I didn't come. And I'm like, wait, what? And that was yeah. the first girl that I'd been with who I made squirt and then she didn't come. And I, I just always associated the two yeah. as being, I did too. I, there's until, a vaginal until the foursome yeah. whenever he did it in like five seconds, but I didn't have an orgasm. Right. Right. So that's, it's, it's a vaginal and then the squirting, that's a different type of, yeah. of orgasm. But I will tell you the more you get in tune with your body and the more you do it, the, the better it gets because like, Whenever I release and I'm squirting, it is fucking amazing. Feels great till you get in your nose and I'm coughing I mean, in the side. It's and getting my everywhere. eyes are watering. It's definitely getting everywhere. <laughs> Especially if if I've been like if it's been like a few days. Right. And I everybody knows on the podcast that I enjoy edging. Edging's so, edging's my absolute favorite. That's it, that puts I love me edging. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll, um, I'll I'll do it to myself before a date if I think I'm going to get laid. I'll yeah, edge myself I mean, for like maybe 45 minutes or an hour. I edge every day. Yeah. Are you doing like a single session? Like I'll sit down for 45 minutes and I'll get myself like within, oh. because I can make myself come really fast, right? Oh, I and get so, myself right there and then I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah. And then, but, but how many times will you do that before you? Like um, a, like well, a I one mean, sitting? Yeah, yeah. I, typically I do it every every morning and every night, but only yeah. once regardless. In right, once so you just yeah. get yourself up to the edge and then you stop and you're done. Yes. So what I'll do is I'll get myself up to the edge and then I stop, and, and then I'll do it again. Okay. Yeah, and so because because I can get there really quick. Right. And so so for me, it's the edging and then the anticipation yeah. of that it's going to come, and then I I don't touch myself or anything. Yeah. Until the next session or whatever. It is right. Yeah. So I enjoy just edging and, and knowing that I'm going to get some dick later and sure. I'm not touching myself. And, and the first thing that touches me is his tongue. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, that's. I've, I fucked up and, and accidentally came. Like, I, I, I'll stop and I'm like, it's, it's going, I'm like, fuck. Too late. 
<laughs> All right, God damn it! Like, like yeah, I haven't done that. Yeah, I have to. It's too messy. It's too way too fucking messy for me. Same. To same. Yeah, I'm not cleaning up sheets yeah. every time. Yeah, That's mine's not. Lot. Mine's not that kind of messy. I'm not cleaning my headboard every time. <laughs> yeah, see, or the floor, the carpet, yeah. the walls. Yeah. I need plastic bag, <laughs> tarp. I, I use a t-shirt. I like hold the t-shirt up and like hit into the t-shirt. Ooh. Wow! Now we finally have someone that can compete with Hazel's. I love it. We're not competing. Stories. We're just sharing stories. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we need to I think get you two. There's a challenge. Are we gonna side set up the dart? Are we gonna? Yeah, we're gonna. We're gonna like mark on the table. No, mine would go <laughs> like right she's, now. She's probably. She's probably. So next time we I. record, we'll bring in <laughs> a, a tarp. I'll bring a raincoat <laughs> and I, I boots. She, she's gonna. I mean, she's gonna beat me. Listen, I'm. I'm all for doing it. I'm just. I'm, I'm good for I'm good for losing. Like, oh yeah, you lost this round. I'm like, did I though? I still, like, I think still we came. all won here. Yeah, Everybody's a winner. And yeah. with that, go have a fucking great experience out there somewhere where you need a raincoat by the end of it. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast channel. And if you love this, don't forget to leave a rating and review. To connect with us and ask questions, visit us at goodbadhorrible.com.